Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Good morning, Scott. <laughs> good morning, Ingrid, <laughs> or good afternoon or evening, wherever you're listening from, at whatever time you're listening. <sighs> All right. Should we move on to some astrology <laughs> stuff? Yeah, Something let's move into the week. Yeah. Well, is this going to be lighter? I don't know, you know. So this is the week of April 4th to the 10th. So Monday, <laughs> April 4th, we're looking at... I feel like this is just a, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll let you say it first. Well, I mean, it, I feel like it's teeing off our, our conversation in the beginning, right? I mean, it's, we got the God of War, Mars, and the God of Wealth and Time, the Authority, Saturn, conjunct, in Aquarius, the sign of community. Is that intense? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. It's intense. And it's you also know? like, it's all air. So it's all about communication in the community. Communication. Yes. So, I mean, th this Saturn in Aquarius is the planet of restriction in the sign of the community. And Mars is the god of war in the sign of community. So, turn on your TV. Do you see restrictions in war in the community? Yeah, I guess so. So, this is what's happening. But what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? Who are you in the community? You are an individual, hopefully. You are somebody who is embracing your individuality, your uniqueness. So what is the action that you are taking in the community with any group, club, organization, social network, or cause that you're a part of? And how is that action helping you step into your power as an authority? And Saturn always likes to reward hard work. And this is hard work. And responsibility. Yes, it's responsibility. It's hard work. It's acting with responsibility, accountability. It's Mars, which is that go energy. And Saturn is that energy that's pulling you back. So it's like you're, you're stepping on the gas and the brake at the same time. Well, I kind of feel like you did that in this episode where you you know, explained yourself and you took responsibility for what you said and why you said it. You embodied that in the intro to the episode. Hmm. Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah, I don't think I did that at all. <laughs> Not well, holding back. You, you feel good about what you said. So, I mean, that's okay. You know, you did take responsibility. You said, like, this is what I said. I'm not changing my fucking mind about it, you know? I mean, this is how I feel, and this is why I feel this way. I was like, I don't feel good about what I said. Yeah. I feel like I need to, you know, clarify my position more clearly, and hopefully I did. I don't know. I'm doing my best. I'm trying, and hopefully I'm rewarded by Saturn for this. So especially, you know, if you have something in Scorpio or Taurus at around 22 degrees. That's you, Scott. Which is me. Like, <laughs> whew, boy, this is a day where... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the energy is going to be intense. So I'm definitely going to be like pulling back on the reins a little bit and, and being peaceful with myself. But at the same time, if I have to go chop some wood or, you know, punch my pillow or whatever, then I need to do it. 
I need to move the energy. So this is what happens when Mars hits something and Saturn's restricting it. So be very mindful about the energy that you are exerting, your goals, your aspirations for your actions. That's what Monday's about. Well, you also mentioned, you know, exerting that energy in maybe a healthy way. It's an air sign. So you always say like movement. That's mm-hmm. like a good way yes. to expend. Yes, yes, yes. So maybe some dancing or something like that. Yeah, dancing that. or running or <laughs> running, punching or yes. yeah, anything where you're moving, moving your body. Moving your body. Yes, absolutely. Excellent point. Thank you, Ingrid. Tuesday, April 5th, Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty and the planet of relationships moves into its exalted position, the sign of Pisces. So we had a bit of a reprieve where last week Mercury moved into Aries from Pisces. The week before it was the sun moving from Aries into Pisces. And then this week, so it was like, okay, cool. We don't have to deal with our psychological baggage. (laughs) It's all clear. It's just Jupiter and Neptune. After dealing with, with Mercury and the sun in there, it's like that heaviness. I mean, so many people coming to me, it's like, oh my God, what's going on? Hopefully you've had a nice reprieve, but now it's going to start filling up Pisces again because Venus moves in today. And in 10 days from now, Mars moves into Pisces, so it's going to re-intensify that psychological baggage. So Venus is exalted in Pisces. It's in a position of power, the planet that represents the senses in the intuitive sign. It's also the sign of compassion, though. Compassion. So this is showing compassion in your close personal relationships, but also being mindful, am I giving too much? Oh, Because this is what people that are born with Venus in Pisces or Venus in the 12th house tend to be like ultra givers in relationships and they feel completely spent because of that. Mm. It's like they're like the caregiver to their partner. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's not a balanced relationship. So and Venus is about balance. It, It rules Libra, which is that balance, that scales. I was just talking to you about some personal life stuff and I realized that I really do love to give, but in order for me to give, I have to make sure that I am full first. Mm -hmm. So it's like making sure I'm resting, making sure I am feeding myself, Mm -hmm. making sure I'm doing all of the basics to where if I want to give, I have to check in with myself and say, okay, did I do all the things for myself that I need to do to feel whole? So then I can feel good about giving. I'm not going to feel resentful or depleted or overwhelmed by the giving part that that's also going to fill me up as well instead of just taking. Yes, it's a great point. And when you think of Venus and Pisces, which is mutable water, and you think of water, you think, and you think of the point that you just made, it makes me think of the metaphor. If you want to fill somebody else's cup, your cup needs to be full. You can't pour water into someone else's cup if there's no water in your cup. Yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. From an empty cup, yes. I mean, that perfectly ties into just the whole negative review thing, and which is where where I was coming from, at least. It's like, I can't pour from an empty cup. So when I do things that deplete me, I'm not able to give my full self. Mm -hmm. So it really is just about nurturing ourselves before we try to take care of other people. And that's kind of what I was going at when we were having the conversation from the previous episode. Totally. Totally. And when you're thinking about you being privileged, it's like you're like you said, you're working to fill your cup. I digress. But just thinking more about Venus and Pisces, how are you showing compassion in your relationships? 
Are your partners being compassionate to you? Are you trusting your intuition in your close personal relationships? Are you being deceived? Are you deceived by yourself or your partners in your relationship? If your partner is giving from an empty cup and then they become resentful, mm-hmm. that's really not on you. It's it's on them. They need to be taking responsibility from themselves. And then maybe if you notice it's happening, being compassionate and being like, mm-hmm. did you check in with yourself? Mm-hmm. Do you really have the energy for this? Because sometimes you get irritated, but you know, you're the one who decided to give. I didn't ask you for anything. Yeah. So, you know, everyone just checking in with themselves and making sure they're, they're taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Venus is in Pisces from April 5th to May 2nd. The last time Venus was in Pisces was February 25th to March 21st, 2021. So think back to those dates for clues on what may be going on in your relationships this time around. So if you're somebody who is born with key astrological points or planets in Gemini or Sagittarius, there could be challenges in your close personal relationships between April 5th and May 2nd. So make sure that you're showing yourself compassion as much as you're showing your partner compassion and you're gaining clarity with what's going on rather than allowing yourself to be deceived or deceiving yourself. Seeing things for what they are. Yes. And that can be difficult with relationships while Venus is in Pisces because it's that it's ruled by Neptune, the cloudy planet. When you think of the water, you can't really see what's going on beneath. So... Something to think about, be conscious of. When you put on polarized glasses, you can see through the glare of the water. So maybe it's just the act of being present and mindful. You Mm -hmm. can start to see through that like glare that might be clouding your vision. Mm, I love that. Seeing through that glare, hopefully you're able to bring your dreams into reality for your relationships. Wednesday, April 6th, we're looking at Jupiter, the god of thunder. Lord of Justice, the planet of luck and expansion in Pisces. Again, this is the planetary ruler of Pisces, Jupiter, and it's in alignment, an albeit stressful alignment, with the moon, the planet of emotions, in the mutable air sign of Gemini, symbolized by the twins. So, Uh tell me, what are your feelings? It feels like expansion in your subconscious is going to be bringing up like all of your emotions there. You're going to be able to see into the dark and there's shit in there hiding in there. Hmm. Yeah. It's bringing some clarity to your emotions uh, through that expansive energy of Jupiter. But the moon in Gemini wants to keep things light, wants to keep things airy. I don't want to see that. That's ugly. Yeah. So maybe you're making a comment that is rubbing people the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) Gemini rising, Ingrid. I Uh, might have said something. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, this is the energy that's going on right now. It's like you're, you're being called to take that deep, expansive look at your emotions, what you're feeling in your unconscious, while at the same time, emotionally, you want to keep things light. And so... There's some kind of push-pull here again with are you really getting to the good stuff or are you distracting yourself potentially? Yeah, I wonder what this day will be like for me because I really don't like the darkness. It fucking irritates me. I'm so sick of it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, is it really going to still be there? Like I always ask you, I'm like, didn't I already do this work? Like how is there shit still in the dark (laughs) corners? And you're like, yeah, you have to clean it out all the time. It's just like your house. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, <laughs> and I really, yeah, I really enjoy being in those lighter aspects more like, you know, like most of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that sounds like a potentially uncomfortable day where you're like, didn't I already do this work? Why is there shit here? And I think that whatever you say emotionally that comes out the wrong way is going to help you see what you need to see within your unconscious. Mm, so pay attention to what, what is coming up. Yes. Yeah. Like your emotional expression that comes out wrong, mm-hmm. where does it make you go internally? Mm-hmm. That's something to think about for Wednesday, April 6th. Thursday, April 7th. Oh my gosh, more Pisces. <laughs> Well, this is a supportive alignment because it's Venus and Pisces again, mutable water, aligning with the moon, which has now moved on to Cancer, which is cardinal water. So the moon is in a position of power because it's in the sign that it rules Cancer, and Venus is in a position of power because it's in the sign that it is exalted in. So this is going to be a healing day. Yes. So you said some things on Wednesday where you're like, why did I say that? I'm an idiot. I hate myself. And now the moon moves into Cancer and forms with Venus in Pisces. And you're able to have a little more compassion and kindness for yourself or maybe for your partner or maybe your partner is like you're being too hard on yourself. You know, I love you. Everything is great. You know, yes, you say some things that, you know, I roll my eyes at, but it's okay. That's who you are, and that's who I love. So how can you be nurturing and kind to your partners, whether it be a lover, a friend, a business partner, and be nurturing and kind to those that you're in partnership with? Well, hopefully, incite them to be nurturing, kind, and caring, and compassionate to you. And also reflecting that back to ourselves, like you said, just being compassionate with ourselves and understanding, mm-hmm. like you said, reflect on yesterday and you know, what did I say that I didn't like? Well, okay, what was in my psychological baggage? Now I'm able to know what's in there mm-hmm. and I can have compassion for it. I can see it now and I, I can understand why I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's an, also a day to to focus on your roots, your upbringing, your childhood. The, the why. Way. The why. Yeah. Why, why am I this way? Why did I say these things? You know, why do I beat myself up? That's what the moon and cancer is about. It's giving you an emotional sensitivity towards your past. Yeah, well, once we know why we've done the things we've done, we can have compassion for it. Mm -hmm. We're not just doing it frivolously for no reason, just to be dickheads. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, we had wounds and patterns from our childhood, and that's how they manifest. And the only way to fix it is to be mindful and work out those things. Yes. And so now that we know they're there, we can work on them. Yes, absolutely. Friday, April 8th. Another supportive alignment. Oh, I just love how this, you know, this is one of those things where you just one day building upon the next day. It's like Wednesday, we're hating ourselves. You know, we said some things, so we're being hard on ourselves. Thursday, we're showing ourselves compassion or those that we're in partnership with. And then Friday, we're looking at Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination. In Aries, cardinal fire, symbolized by the ram, and ruled by Mars. And Mercury is in alignment with Mars in Aquarius. So now we have the confidence, the courage to speak from a place of power and recognizing that I'm a human being. 
Sometimes I say things and I'm like, why did I say that? That was dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So I was angry. That's human. So it's recognizing your humanness in those earlier days on Wednesday and Thursday and then finding that self-forgiveness so that you can step forward in your power confidently and courageously, putting your words into action so that you can benefit the community, the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause, the village. How would you like to speak within your group? Well, also it's like Mercury is your conscious mind. So now you are consciously aware of what you do want to communicate. You've healed the things that you didn't want to communicate from earlier in the week. You maybe communicated them in a way you didn't like. And yeah, now you have the confidence to express yourself properly in the community and you feel empowered to do so because you've healed something within yourself. Mm -hmm. And now you have the self-confidence where you're like, yeah, I can own up to what I said. And I know maybe it wasn't right, but this is, this is what I meant to say. And this is where we want to be going. And this is what we want to be doing and connecting that with your community. Mm. This is what we want to accomplish. What do you want to accomplish and how can you speak in a way that inspires and motivates other people that's friday oh shit april 8th saturday is a lot happening saturday Ah. april 9th a lot happening it's all good stuff though it's just (laughs) yes yes a lot of alignments yeah we're looking at it's like one two three four five six alignments when i see so many alignments i feel overwhelmed i'm like oh my gosh that feels so chaotic (laughs) but Today's feels like all of the puzzle pieces are coming together. Yes, it's very supportive, very supportive. So we're looking at two astrological points that we've mentioned this week and then two that we haven't. Uh, The two that we've mentioned are the moon, which is still in cancer, still in the sign that it rules. Jupiter, which is still in Pisces, as it will be for another couple months or month or so. So Jupiter's in Pisces the sign that it rules, conjunct at the same degree in the same sign as Neptune, the other planetary ruler of Pisces. So the two planetary rulers of Pisces, Jupiter and Neptune, join together at the same degree in the same sign. So this is like super exalted. Well, this is, they're both in their positions of power. They both rule Pisces. Yeah, I just don't usually see this. No, yeah, exactly. This is like super Pisces energy beyond yes and then i mean jupiter is expansion so it's like it's exalted but also it's the planet of expansion so it's super pisces and then neptune is the is it neptune neptune yeah is the cloudy planet so maybe seeing into that dream world more yeah so the last time jupiter and neptune were both conjunct in pisces was March of 1856. So this doesn't happen very often. No, (laughs) no. And at that same time, they weren't actually conjunct. When you add Venus also into Pisces, I don't even know how far back that was, where they were both conjunct and Venus was in Pisces. Venus moved into Pisces shortly after the conjunction in March of 1856. But this, this is just incredible sensitive energy here where you have... The two planetary rulers of Pisces, Jupiter and Neptune, Venus, which is exalted in Pisces, they're all in Pisces right now. So there's so much sensitivity. I, I'm, I'm really pleading with everybody that's out there to love yourself and show yourself compassion 
and, and be very mindful of who you're spending time around and what you're exposing yourself to, especially if you're somebody that was born with Pisces in the triad, the sun, the moon, or the rising sign, because you already feel a lot, but you're going to be feeling even more, like beyond. So it's, it's going to be hard to discern or somebody else's pain from your pain. Now, the moon forming a trine, it's a water-water connection with Jupiter and Neptune. That brings in the emotions, the emotions to the compassion, what you're feeling, your roots, your childhood, your home. And then these three planets are connecting with the North Node. They're all forming sextiles with the North Node in Taurus. Fixed Earth symbolized by the bull. The North Node is the karmic pathway of your soul or soul's purpose. So through this compassion, it's like, how can I be more compassionate with myself? How can I nurture myself? How can I be kind to myself so that I can be kind and nurturing and compassionate to other people? But also tying in, how does this reflect my value, my self-worth? Do I feel a lack of self-worth in some way? How can I show myself compassion? How can I nurture myself? What is it that I value about myself? And how is that reflected in the world around me, in my material surroundings? Do the people that I surround myself with, my family, my friends, my community, do they reflect what I value? Maybe you're somebody who's around people that are complaining all the time or miserable all the time. And, and that's fine if you're miserable here and there, complaining here and there. But when the pendulum gets stuck on one side, it's a wide swing back the other side. So it's about finding that balance. How can you find some balance here and really recognize how the moods of the people around you are affecting you? How are the moods of the people around me affecting me? I'm very sensitive already. I'm a Cancer Moon, mm -hmm. and I definitely feel a lot from the energy I allow in. And for me, going to work is very depleting. When I'm working at the club, I'm around a lot of people. I've been shifting to working days as opposed to nights because I'm around way less people. And even though I've been working a little longer hours, the effect that talking to 50 to maybe even 100 less people every day wow. has on my nervous system... Like I'm yeah. still exhausted physically, mm -hmm. but like mentally, emotionally, I was like, oh, I could probably go out after work and like do something fun because I have the bandwidth. I didn't get so depleted by just being around a bunch of strangers all night who are taking my energy. Or you can go to bed. It's an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that too. well, that too. I mean, yeah, that too, which is what I mostly do. Instead of going do. to bed at like five in the morning, you know, or whatever. If I get off by eight, I could still go do something and go to bed early. Yeah. I'm sure. like, usually people ask me to go out and do stuff. And I'm just like, I would never go out and do anything at night because that's what I do at work. I don't have any bandwidth for going and doing something fun in the evening. Mm -hmm. That's fucking crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. truly, like I haven't done anything in two years at night. Yeah. Besides work. Yeah. I, I just say no to everything. Yes. I mean, not that there's been that much to do, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, the idea of just conserving how many people I'm talking to, being very mindful about who I'm letting my energy be exposed to is very helpful. It's very nurturing to be aware of these things and how they affect your energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Giving myself enough time to recover. I like work for two days. It really takes me two days to recover. You know, I don't like to plan anything before work mm -hmm. or even the day before work. Like even today, I'm like, okay, Yesterday, I basically did nothing because I have you, I have therapy, I have another creative meeting. 
I'm like, if I have a lot of stuff going on, I need to make sure I, I don't expose myself to anyone else. Even if it's positive energy, it's still like, it can still be depleting. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I love that you bring this up because for cancer people, this is, they're also, this is going to be an incredibly sensitive time. Anyone that's, that's a, has water in key positions, it's important to also remind everyone that even if you don't have water in your triad or, you know, in prevalent places in your astrological code, you're going to be feeling what it's like to be a cancer moon like Ingrid or a Pisces moon like me or a Pisces sun or a Pisces rising or a Scorpio, all that water energy here. So one important note is really be careful around drugs and alcohol mm. or any, any, medicine you're taking even if you're if you're doing something like mushrooms or ayahuasca or cannabis you don't you have know, any like borders the, up. yes the veil is so so thin that if you're doing energetic healing work with other people and they're releasing their traumas those traumas you might take them on so this is really a time to kind of cocoon yourself a little bit. I love that and word. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, send out your, your love and energy to the world and, and your people and stuff. But, you know, really be mindful of, of who you are engaging with during this period. I like the idea of the cocoon because it feels very safe and comforting, mm -hmm. but it's also not like aggressive, like a wall no. where you're like shutting people out. It's like you're protecting yourself and that's a mm -hmm. positive thing. It's a positive thing for everyone to be doing that. Yes. Exactly. So it's it's a big end of the week here. Should we move on to Sunday? Yeah, let's do it. Sunday, April 10th, a very different type of alignment. <laughs> so, but this is going on at the same time. Like I should say one thing to note about the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. They're going to be at the exact same degree, 23 degrees from April 8th to April 12th. So even like expanding beyond that, you know, when Jupiter's only two two degrees away from Neptune, it's this is like a month where where Jupiter is within two degrees of Neptune. So really like the whole month of April. We're going to be feeling that. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Especially those with 23 prevalent somewhere in their astrological code. Now moving on to... Sunday, April 10th, we're looking at Mercury again in Aries, makes one final alignment with, before it moves out into Taurus next week, with Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation, in Capricorn, the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat. Pluto is lord of the underworld. Mercury is guide of souls to the underworld. Okay. So I, I see that this is a square, which mm -hmm. we all don't like. But what I'm seeing is a death of the old way of doing things in your achievement realm, the doing, the planning, and then communicating with that fiery energy of Aries. It's like maybe telling people you're going to be doing things in a different way on this path. And that might cause some conflict. Maybe whoever you're communicating that to doesn't like it or even like within yourself you might realize you have to do things differently and that is uncomfy oh yeah and that's irritating <laughs> to you you're like fuck it's not working if you want to be the champ you have to beat the champ <laughs> you know this is that kind of energy it's like 
stepping into your power, you got to kick down a door. You might have to upset the apple cart. And maybe that has to do with all of that Pisces energy from yesterday. It's like you're supposed to be cocooning yourself, but really you just want to keep doing all of these things in a certain way that you've always done, but that's not going to work for you anymore Mm -hmm. because you won't be able to take care of your energy in that way. So how do you accomplish things in a different way when you are protecting yourself from, you know, expending too much energy? This is an alignment that is going to break you out of an old habit. Mm. Think about it like that. What is the old habit that's holding you back from accomplishing and achieving your ambitions, your goals, your aspirations. What is holding you back? What are you afraid of? What are your insecurities? And are you ready to tackle them and and charge towards your fears so that you can get to where you want to be? I feel that so hard. I feel like that's (laughs) that's like exactly what's happening. I have wanted to try day shifts because I've been working from... 10, 11 o'clock at night until five o'clock in the morning. Wow. Going to bed when the sun comes up for two years. Oh my God. I'm losing my fucking no. mind. Yeah. And I keep saying, I'm going to try days, but I've the in-between of somehow transitioning from going to sleep at a normal hour mm-hmm. to being able to accomplish that has seemed like insurmountable. No. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, how You're... do I do it? And <laughs> I think also, like you said, there's like a lot of fear of that transition. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got forced into it. I had some, all these creative projects happening January, February, and I wasn't working at the club. I was like, okay, I have to go to bed at you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, I have to wake up at six, seven in the morning. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I feel better. (laughs) What the fuck? And like, now I'm like, Oh, I had like this really weird picture in my mind. Like, Oh, day shift's going to be bad. It's going to be slow. I'm not going to make any money. All the weird fucking people come in in the daytime. Well, I've worked maybe like a handful of shifts. Yeah. Well, the people in the daytime are much more chill there's way less people there they're much more generous you know maybe i work a little longer because there's less people there but my energy is completely different and i got maybe also addicted to the the nightlife energy it feels exciting it feels fun there's people everywhere people are making it rain like oh it's so exciting but like that's not my nature so why was i obsessing that this is like the only way like now i can have more energy to do to like nurture my creative relationships because i'm awake and alive yeah. in the daytime when everyone's yeah. doing shit. So yeah, it is really scary and uncomfortable to like break that habit, that like addiction to like, oh, this is how I get to where I'm going. Like, I know that this is working, so I'll just keep doing that, mm-hmm. which is what I was doing. I was really scared to but transition. it wasn't really working. No. There was parts about it that weren't working. Yeah, I'm like, it was working financially, but... Mentally, physically, energetically, it wasn't working. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, of course I've felt like shit for the last two years because I'm going to bed at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Why was I so addicted to trying something new? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, being able to let go of your old habits. Yes. And just try something new. Maybe yes. it will work. Maybe you will like it. It'll Fuck. break you out of your funk. Yeah. It's scary, but also it can be exciting. Like, what if it's better than I imagined Mm. instead of what if everything is bad? Like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's where that Pisces energy comes in, too, is like reimagining the dream. Mm -hmm. It's like your fantasy of what working in the day is like so negative, you know, but what if it was good? What if you had a positive outlook there and you do? And now it's going well. Yeah. Yeah. It's going great. Okay. Good. (laughs) It just, it was, it felt like overnight and so shocking. I'm like, okay, good thing I was thinking the worst. (laughs) What good did that do? This is a period of like breaking us out of our old perceptions. 
and bringing in new perceptions that are hopefully more compassionate and courageous. So if we are having like this negative addiction to something that maybe we kind of know isn't working, but we don't know what to do, like you said, reimagining the dream, thinking like, well, what if it's the best change I ever make? Mm -hmm. And what if it's awesome? And it's everything I hoped it would be and more. Yes, yes. If I would have thought of that a fucking year ago, maybe I would have changed my tune, but I didn't, you know, that wasn't even in my realm. You did it at the right time. You did it at the right time. Yeah. That's it. Awesome, Ingrid. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you for the conversation and for all that you bring to the podcast and Mm -hmm. your perspective and very grateful for you and very grateful for all of our listeners as well. I wish you all the best as you and everyone else rides the planetary waves. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.